Welcome back to Peace of Chaos. This week, I have a guest. His name is Sean Green. He is a comedian, a writer, uh, actor. Uh, he does all kinds of stuff, but he's also the CEO, I guess, of the uh, Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's been a radio host. He knows sports. He knows football. Uh, he knows gambling. <laughs> and uh, it was great to chat with him, catch up with him. It's been a couple years. Uh since since I hung out with him, uh, but uh, man, it was it was interesting. There's so much going on in sports and uh, for him through the pandemic, and so we talk a little bit uh, how he grew uh, this this into a very very good business, and uh, I think uh, just really just getting started. So enjoy my chat with uh, oh, and he's from Philly, so he's an Eagles fan, uh, big Eagles fan. We talk about that a little bit and uh, growing up back east and. Uh, all of that junk that you do with, with diehard Eagles fans, but, uh, hope you enjoy the conversation and, uh, check out all of his stuff. Uh, he's got a lot of stuff out there. I'll put it in the show notes, but, uh, enjoy my conversation on piece of chaos with Sean Green. Most annoyed fans. Yes. Yes. yes, they are. The Eagles, they are. The Eagles, yeah, we're a close second. All right, I'll take it. You're right. But we at least admit that we're annoyed, okay? And at least in our stadium, if we get too out of control, we go to the stadium jail. That's right. There's a jail at the Eagles Stadium. I'm actually ironically wearing the shirt, and this wasn't like a, a way to crowbar it into the bit. I just, it was next to my rotation. <laughs> in the Eagles Stadium. And as an Eagles fan, if you've ever gone to an Eagles game, other Eagles fans scare me. I've been at games, I'm like, some of these guys should be in a jail. <laughs> My uncle actually, uh, he just got out. He did 18 months at Veterans Stadium. <laughs> to put things in perspective, as far as like fan bases, uh, the new stadium that's being built for the Rams and, and the Chargers, I don't mean to rub it in, guys, but the new, the new stadium, that stadium comes complete with a farmer's market. <laughs> so one city was like, our fans need fresh produce. Another city was like, our fans need a detention facility. <laughs> yeah, no, it's something we had just been, um, you know, grinding away at for a long time. And, yeah. you know, uh, surviving the pandemic like when they canceled sports we did a bunch of like live streaming found a bunch of new audience that way we were mm. calling doing like play-by-play for madden games um, oh, wow that's cool yeah and then uh <laughs> you know sports gambling legalization it's it's been a good time for that too so yeah it's a good time for that good time for podcasts and yeah business that's is so awesome uh, dude booming so yeah no, it's been cool it. man i miss stand-up a lot have you been doing any have you been getting out? Yeah, I do. Um, I run a show every other week at this place called uh, Oracle. 
It's like kind of downtown. Okay. And then yeah, I've been getting up, uh, you know, here and there. Not a, not good. as much as uh, pre-pandemic, but yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I. I don't know if I miss. I, I mean, I don't. I think I just miss that. You know, having a show every two weeks as I was was just like so fun to just hang. Yeah just hang that much. I mean, I don't get, I'm, I definitely miss, miss that quite a bit. Um, so we'll see. It's only recently, like, I don't know about uh, you, but like, it's only recently I've even had call it like comic thoughts worth writing down <laughs> in a long time. You know what I mean? Like, and, uh, it's just been, I think I got sucked into so many of the, the things like, pandemic and now all the politics shit i'm riveted to the january 6th thing and uh like it's interesting i try and tune all that out (laughs) yeah like like i'm as i'm saying it i'm like man you you're probably consumed with sports and you know as you should be (laughs) and it's like good for you man like because yeah it's not good i don't think (laughs) to focus on it actually no it just gets you pissed off but like, uh, so tell me more about this, this, uh, the network, like what, what's, what is it all and, and how does it work? I mean, I, uh, I don't gamble or watch sports that much. So like, I'm kind of interested in t- like, well, then you would love our podcast network, <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's not, it's not because it's, it's almost just like I, I I've, I've faded from sports over the years as I've gotten older and had kids and stuff like it just, I just can't yeah. fit that with other stuff, but I, I still love it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, I think it's, I, I'm curious like to hear about the other side and like your, your take on, you know, catch me up on the Eagles on the, I, I had a conversation with my father-in-law the other day and he said something about the Phillies. I was like, I gotta be honest. I, don't, I haven't been following. I don't know what's going on. Like, so yeah, Phillies have had a really good up? June. Uh, they were th- kind of crappy before they fired their manager, but they've been good since. Bryce Harper's out for a while, broke his that. thumb. Yeah, uh, that was kind of a bummer. Eagles signed or traded for AJ Brown, which is huge. Okay. Um, that should really—it's kind of like a make-or-break year for Jalen Hurts. Hmm. And uh, yeah, you know, optimistic after nine and eight finish, got into the playoffs, got their ass kicked by the Bucks, but. Favorable schedule, um, you know, their offensive defensive line should be pretty solid. Uh, like their draft pick, Jonathan Davis, he's just this massive dude from Georgia. Um, so excited to see him on the D-line. And then, um, yeah, you know, training camp starts pretty soon. I'm Jack. Win total sitting yeah. at nine and a half. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, essentially, yeah, the, uh, the podcast, podcast network, just hired a bunch of guys to talk about bets all day. Um, you know, we have guys specializing in each different sport. And, um, yeah, that's about it. Oh, that's so cool. Like, do you um, – so when you say – like, take me through this because, like, I'll watch, you know, uh, the draft picks and stuff like that and, and, and hear the analysis and stuff like that. Do you also do, like – stats to show your like success rate like like what how how do you do that like how do you possibly that seems like a lot to put out there and people will listen right 
and take your advice, like what's your like what's your success rate look like, and and how do you is how do oh, you get yeah, there? I mean, you know, yeah, you have ups and downs, and uh, yeah, you know, I I don't know. We're pretty upfront. Like, hey, if we had a good week, we celebrate it. If we have a bad week, we make fun of ourselves. Yeah. So. Yeah, and people take your advice to some degree. I mean, I, I feel like most people tune into the show just because they like hearing, you know, it, it sounds like a conversation between friends uh, talking about their bets, what they like, that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah. I, I doubt uh, everyone's tuning in just to follow the picks. You know, some they might, some they might not. And then, again, you know, it's like me and my co-host, so sometimes I'm on one side, he's on the other, so, it, you know, one of uh, us is okay, going to be yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> So, yeah, we come away. Ah, look, one of us nailed this. The other guy, he's the edit this week. So, yeah, and I don't know. We're pretty transparent. We don't, um, you know, we don't, like, guarantee any sort of results or anything like that. But, yeah, it's been good. You had, didn't you have another studio first that looked a little different? Like, it was just Eagle stuff? Like, it looked like a locker room? What was that? Um, that's a good question. This, uh, yeah, I'm not actually in the studio. I'm in like the other office part area and in the studio area, I do have like a locker room. Okay. So that's the set. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And are you doing, um, like, are you thinking of it? Like it's a, uh, is it a, uh, how are you driving it? Like a, like a TV show, YouTube channel, like. All, just everything blasting it all the time wherever possible kind of deal? Yeah, I mean, we're just continuing to expand. I mean, podcasts, downloads is probably like our number one thing. Yeah. Uh, we're doing more and more video, YouTube channels, picking up some steam, and then all the guys that do our, like, ancillary shows, um, you know, they're, they're, like, picking up steam as well, and, and we're getting them on video. Yeah. Um, we have a app that's out and then we also have a, um, OTT app coming out SGPN TV, uh, right before the NFL kickoff. So you'll be able to like get all our videos on one app there. And, um, yeah, it's been good. That's dope. How did you find anyway. the other sports guys? Do you have like a all obscure sports or, or like, yeah, De- well, I mean, yes, we have obscure sports. I mean, we have a disc league podcast, um, you know, we have guys covering curling at times, NASCAR, hockey. I, honestly, if there's people gambling on it, we're usually covering it yeah. to some degree. I mean, what is that industry worth at this point? Like, it's got to be. Yeah, it's insane. pretty crazy. I mean, yeah, I don't know if you saw, but it's going to be on the ballot in California in November. So that's going to be a huge influx mm-hmm. of money once it legalizes in California. Um, you know, we'll see if it passes this time, but I would imagine eventually. And then Texas huh. is the other big state um, that should be, or, you know, maybe a couple of years at most. New York already legalized. So, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty much game on. Wow. That's so dope. I mean, it, 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 it does change. I was telling my buddy the other day, we were playing golf, and I was saying, like, we used to have, like, this Saturday every week thing when I was when I was a lot younger and we would bet but we would bet like play quarter skins right like a, like literally a quarter skin and it just made it so much different you'd be standing over a 75 cent putt 
<laughs> and just like, like it, it's so interesting. So the numbers and the, the amounts that get into the, this, this level of gambling, I can't even fathom. Oh yeah. I mean, some of the, uh, some of the people who listen to us or some of the guys that listen to our show are like, you know, maniacs and, and we'll bet like tens of thousands of dollars on games. I mean, you know, I don't do that, but certainly I've, I know a lot of people who bet a ton. So yeah, it's, it's interesting. And, uh, the, you know, the adrenaline is, uh, pretty exciting. So, yeah, it changes, it changes watching sports. I mean, I, I was, it was, uh, only, eh, I'd say it's probably like five years now since I've done it honestly, because the pandemic, uh, obviously took a, a hit, but like I used to do just like a pick em pool. Right. And even that would just change the week, change the, the level of oh, scrutiny. Yeah. Um, and uh, I have a good friend who did one of those, uh, suicide pools, uh, several, it was like a decade ago and he won it. Like he won the suicide pool, which is, Oh really? And, yeah. And at the time I think it was like, I don't know, 50 grand or something crazy like that. And like he, I was talking about it and I was like, how is this even possible? Like you have no idea how many people contributed to this. Like the guy who ran it could have made a million dollars and given away 50 grand. Like it was a big deal. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you have no idea. So like now it's, it's legit, uh, you know, with these apps and stuff and, um, yeah, that's good for you, dude. Like, I'm excited for Thanks, you. Man. This is like yeah, your, it's a, it's your lane. Big business. You, know? you get to be a comic. <laughs> you get to watch all the sports. Yeah, and, no. And, um, yeah, I think that's what separates us. A lot of gambling shows are very dry or take themselves fairly seriously. So any sort of, uh, you know, comedy influence, you separate yourself pretty easily. So Yeah. Oh, that's cool, man. Now, I, I would think... How did you get, uh, how did you like screen or, or find again, like each of the like niche sports guys? Like, was that like a long yeah, process? It's not, uh, it's not an intense screening process. I mean, we, we fired up a Slack channel, um, and that's been good for like building our community. A lot of the guys who have come to us were people who were listeners or something like that. And, you know, they wanted to be a part of the, Hey, I saw you guys hire X, Y, or Z. How do I get involved? What kind of sports do you know? That kind of stuff. So yeah. that's generally, you know, that's kind of in the flow. of, uh, And then we'll bring them on as a guest, like, hey, what's going on? And then, um, you know, uh, see, how, see if they can hold their own talking about their sport, and then we yeah. take it from there. That's cool. Did you uh, – I also always kind of had a hard time – on those kind of pools and stuff, betting against the Philly teams. So I would, yeah, like, I would, I always I would, pick the Eagles. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's just like, ah, oh, this is, I shouldn't pick it this week. Um, the best example was like the, uh, the, uh, the basketball, the college basketball NCAA tournament. I'd always have like temple winning because I went to temple yeah. for grad school <laughs> and, and like once every 10 years they get into like, they get up to the top. You're like, all right. But yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's hard not to uh, you know bet with your heart. But um, (laughs) you know, I'm always I'm always I I I think through the entire show I've never once picked the Cowboys. So I I always say I'd rather lose money than (laughs) win money betting on the Cowboys. And I 
I don't see that changing in the near future. And honestly, it's yeah. if you were going to pick one team to fade your entire life, it would be the Dallas Cowboys because probably the most inflated lines are on the Cowboys because, you know, people are idiots and they, they want to bet the Cowboys. So, Yeah, it's uh, that's so interesting. I What do you think of the games? So two specific questions on sports then. We'll do like the football one. Um, what do you think about adding games and, and that whole that whole deal? Oh, yeah. I mean, I love it because I want more games. Um, yeah? They, yeah. It, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I, I mean, it's good for my business. You know, one more NFL is our bread and butter. So, like, one more extra week of NFL picks is awesome. Uh, I, yeah, I do right. think they should just – I mean, I think what's going to happen is they're at 17 games right now. They're going to up it to 18 games, and then they're going to add a second bye week. So then essentially they'll get two more extra weeks of yeah. uh, regular season NFL. So I, 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 if I had to guess, that's what I would imagine is going to happen. And did they take away a scrimmage, uh, a preseason? Yeah, they're down to three down preseason to three, right? games, and you know, they don't really play the preseason games anymore, yeah. uh, any of the starters. But they still have three right now. Yeah, I, I, um, football is incredible sport to watch. I mean, it's it's just the most fun. I think I, I also really dig soccer. Um, I got into soccer, football, football, because uh, my daughter plays. So, um, like we have tickets to the Angel City team, the girls' uh, pro team, and uh, it's it's so fun that that sport, but it's, it's, I mean, NFL is just insane. Oh yeah. yeah. NFL is king. Yeah. I mean the excitement, the, especially gambling wise, like again, you know, the gambling action on the NFL compared to everything is it's like everything combined probably doesn't equal the NFL. Is that true but, I mean, across globally too? Like with, uh, Oh, that's interesting. Soccer? I mean, you know, Everyone keeps trying to tell you soccer is the big thing and this and that. But, yeah, I, I'm sure globally, you know, Europe's huge betting soccer. It's it's pretty popular internationally. But, yeah, NFL is has still got to be up there. Here, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think but I bet it competes globally just because of uh, the insane amount of betting volume on hmm. the, the NFL in particular. And I think it's growing internationally. Like I, we definitely have listeners in Canada, England, Australia, people, uh, Australians love football, Lo- love uh, NFL football, real football. Interesting. I like to call it <laughs> <laughs> real football. Yeah. Yeah. That's nuts. I think, yeah, that's true. Do, are, are they, is there talk of like adding teams too, or is that, um, not at this moment. I there was heard some any... new league, right? There's like another, like, yeah. USFL so there was, team. uh, the, the, um, USFL, which, uh, the championship game is, uh, this weekend and the Philadelphia team's actually in the championship and I have an 18 to one ticket on them to win it all. So I will definitely be watching 18 to one. Yeah. Wow. Yep. So some people would hedge, you know, like bet on the other side. So you don't lose or find some middle ground but i don't know i 50 bucks to win 900 i'm not really gonna bet against it so yeah that's neat do you remember when you were a kid um because i think i don't think you're too much younger than me um 
like the the Battle of the NFL Stars shows that were on like ABC. Do you ever see them? Uh, yeah, like Battle of the Network Stars. But it would be NFL. It would be yeah, NFL. Yeah, they would have like different and stuff. A- yeah, yeah, no, definitely. They have a bunch of different uh, athletic competitions. Yeah, it was a simpler time. <laughs> I was thinking how f- how much more fun that would be as a show that I would definitely watch and would be fun to bet on uh, than the Pro Bowl. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like, I mean, the Pro Bowl is just a complete, yeah. I, I, I think they're going to get rid of it. They wanted some, you know, thing where they can kind of showcase the NFL talent and have some fun week with it or whatever. But, you know, playing a, you just can't play an NFL game half speed. Yeah, it should be like flag football or, or like, I'd rather watch them play golf and talk shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I mean like the skills count, uh, the skills challenge stuff. I actually is kind of the most fun stuff. Yeah. And your point, I, I mean, I actually, I don't know if you watched it, but the, the, uh, golf match between it was, uh, Brady and Rogers versus Mahomes and, or Mahomes and Josh Allen. I actually yeah. thought that was pretty fun. Yeah. It's, like stuff it, like that, or, you know, just them playing uh, poker against each other. And then, you know, talking smack and that kind of stuff. It would be better that than, like, some half-assed uh, football game. Because you can't really play football half-assed. Yeah, it just it, doesn't. I'm, surprised, I'm surprised the NFL hasn't figured that out by now, you know? Like, in terms yeah, of it, reputation I think they and just, stuff, too. Yeah, they just, I, I just don't think they know what to do. But um, they are talking about getting rid of it. So it'll be interesting to see what they propose as, like, an alternative. Yeah, the a flag Pro Bowl game would be hysterical. <laughs> like, <laughs> just yeah. I mean, you know, and also these guys don't want to get hurt, which I totally get. Um, no one wants to blow nightmare. out an ACL, or uh, could you imagine like blowing your ACL out in a flag football game? Oh god, it'd be brutal. And you know they'd go hard. You know, it would be just the the random. Yeah, it's again, it's it's tough to like half-ass that stuff. So it almost it almost makes it seem better if they you know just find an alternative game i think it was cooler when they actually it was like a big deal to go to hawaii like it was definitely just a huge boondoggle for the first you know 15 years of that pro bowl was just like yeah hey, we can go to hawaii like you know <laughs> they were they, yeah. they weren't paying them like they pay them now you know yeah now these guys are kind of over it they they're getting too much money to really care about a free trip to hawaii <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, oh wow all expenses included yeah <laughs> It's not moving the needle for these guys. Oh, my God. I used to watch uh, every Saturday the the Inside the NFL um, and uh, not that, the NFL films like that, the the slow motion NFL films. And they would, you know, cut to uh, what was his name? Uh, Madden, you know, and and Terry Bradshaw films and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I had in college, I got to do like a film class with the cameraman from NFL films. He was like my, my professor. And so oh, that's awesome. Oh dude, it was unbelievable. Every example of anything in cinema, he could bring it back to uh, really. Yeah. He could bring it back to, to a, a piece of NFL films like lore. And, uh, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, uh, NFL films, like the, the quality of them, uh, of it was just so awesome. Honestly. The, like the the slow motion spiral going through the air, like yeah, it's just so the sound iconic. and the uh, the the score, 
that they would have. Just the the music it was just got you so excited for football. It was it was really pretty awesome. Yeah, I, and, and I, I think those NFL films. I mean, like Steve Sable um, and all those guys. Base it was like a. I think they were based out of Philly. Um, yeah, the, the original NFL films and yeah, uh, yeah, just got you so excited for football. Honestly, I noticed that like when you watch highlights now on ESPN, unless it's a super in-depth show, like inside the NFL or the one that's on HBO, or it might've moved by now, um, still kind of had the game by game breakdown, but they would only do like real deep dives on maybe two or three games a week. And then all the other games were like highlights and they're so short. Like they really don't treat, especially, um, sports center. Just, they just, they just don't treat it with the respect I feel of, of the game, like they used to, it's just so fast. And for the average person, I don't know if that's, I don't know. I'm noticing yeah, it. Like I, I told you, I don't have time to, for sports. Yeah. I think they're trying to appeal to, uh, pe- young people with no attention span or people who don't have time. And they're trying to, you know, make it quick and snappy and suck people in. Um, what drives it's me so crazy complex. was, yeah, no, I know. What drives me crazy with Sports Center, though, honestly, is where they'll play the highlights out of order. Like they will play them in non sequential order, and it just yeah. drives me crazy to no end. It's like the game has a natural flow. You don't need to increase drama by jumping around. You know what I mean? Like we have a beginning, middle, and end. Yeah. Um, that always drove me crazy that they started doing that. So I just don't like the shortness of it. I, I'm like, Oh, like, like, especially out here in, in LA, the Eagles don't always get like highlighted unless they're, you know, doing something special. Um, so you'll see like a long segment on one thing and you get like two highlights from the Eagles game. And you're like, dude, that game was incredible. There was this and that and the other thing and all these other pieces. Um, I don't know. It's, it's just weird the way it gets treated. Um, and I'm noticing it a lot with baseball that like nobody knows baseball that I talk to out <laughs> here, like at yeah, a I mean, level and kids could care less. No. Yeah. That's, they're really in a bad state because with baseball, they're trying to like change it to appeal to young people, but then that's just turning off the few, you know, the, 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 the loyal fan base that they actually do have. So they're in just this weird spot and uh, they don't really know what to do with the game. And, you know, I try and follow it, you know, for work or whatever, but it is, uh, yeah, there's just, again, it's like 162 games and the game is slow and uh, yeah, it's baseball really, I don't know what the fix is to baseball and it's, it's clear they don't know either. Well, and, but you have to, so my example is my neighbor had no idea about baseball, didn't grow up around baseball, didn't know what to, like what was going on and his kid was playing, but like, you know, he was, he got to the age where, uh, you can start to steal and, uh, lead off, which is at, you know, like they're like 10 years old or something like that, where you can start to do that stuff. And he was like, Hey, can you know, baseball, can you ask me, can I ask you a question? Like, (laughs) how do you know how far they can lead off? And I was like, well, who's pitching? He was like, I don't know. I was like, well, like <laughs> some other eight year old, like, <laughs> but like a left-hander, right-hander, like who's, yeah. 
what's the cat? And he was what just are like, his tendencies. I'm like, yeah, that's you, you don't know, like, unless you know to look at all of these things. And it's like, man, I spent an inordinate amount of time as a kid doing that and learning it yeah. and figuring it out. So watching it is fascinating to me. Like, I never get bored watching a baseball game. Like, you know, uh, like watching a no hitter is the most amazing thing ever. To, oh, yeah. to see go down. Oh, I felt so bad. There was a guy a couple of weeks ago who lost on the last last pitch, lost his his no hitter. A guy hit a hit a single off of him in the ninth inning with two strikes. I was like, oh God. And and the center fielder probably should have got it. Like, <laughs> you know, like it is it is brutal because like it, it, to lose on you know it's not technically an error, but then oh man, yeah. Yeah, did you like, see? Oh. Uh, speaking of speaking of baseball, did you see? Uh, this is like the funniest story I've seen in a while. There was this massive fight uh, yeah. brawl. Yeah, I saw it. Uh, so they announced all the suspensions, and one of the guys that got suspended was the interpreter for the Angels. <laughs> the guy who interprets uh, got suspended. So he was in there throwing elbows to the point where he gets suspended. It's just crazy. That's amazing. <laughs> I know. I keep. I, <laughs> I keep. Uh, we have a segment on our show called. Do you remember um, Real Men of Genius? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I was just singing that to commercial. myself the other day, actually. Yeah. So we we um, you know our whole like catchphrase is DGens only. It's you know a show for degenerates and stuff like that. So we'll highlight. Um, real men of DGENs, you know, some sort of degenerate type <laughs> behavior. And this uh, this Angels interpreter is definitely uh, giving the nod this week for it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it's uh, that was a crazy fight. Um, I didn't see what led up to it, though. I, I just know. Yeah, I think it was hit. just, you know, yeah, I think it was just the classic, like, kind of thrown at each other and, and that kind of thing. But, yeah. Um, and then Bryce Harper, I guess, handled his situation really well. He knew the guy didn't mean to do it. You could see the guy was yeah, and yeah, kind of busted you up know, about it. You broke your thumb. It's one thing if you're throwing at a guy's head, but clearly, you know, that wasn't the situation. So yeah, did you play? What sports did you play as a kid? Did you, were you sports kid? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit of everything. Uh, football is probably what I played the most. Yeah, um, you know, from probably third grade till junior year i kind of bailed but yeah i'd say football's what i played the most and then um yeah i did a little uh baseball wrestling a little bit um yeah just for the outfit uh, what's up yeah <laughs> well i i mean I, I i started wrestling as a little kid in, or you know elementary school third and to fifth grade and then you know, moved back east and uh, to Pennsylvania because I was living in Colorado before that, and and yeah, with wrestling was so much more intense in Huge. Pennsylvania, and the kids, the kids are so much better, and I just yeah. started getting my ass kicked. But <laughs> when I was playing, in, when I was wrestling in Colorado, I was kind of like dominating and really enjoyed it more. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, just started getting my ass kicked, and uh, it wasn't as fun. Yeah, yeah, wrestling was crazy in PA. Um, very big sport out there for whatever reason um yeah my cousin uh my cousin went to lehigh on a, uh, right. was on the lehigh wrestling team which they're oh, always wow. up there uh ranked nationally so he was he's a very good wrestler and uh yeah he tried to teach me everything he knew but 
wasn't super successful. That's a crazy sport, man, with all the weight loss and stuff. I, that I was. Oh yeah. I, my good buddy was a wrestler, and I was like, dude, you're you're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like you're insane. Um, but uh, so so adding games for football, good. Um, yeah, I good noticed, for me personally. Probably not great for the players' health, but not great for yeah. I mean. <laughs> Dude, I as I get older, I watch. It's one thing that it gets harder to watch them hit each other because I'm like, oh god, I'd be hurt for six weeks, you know? Yeah. And they just yeah, you definitely shake it feel off. for them on some of that. Oh my god, they just they're just so big and fast, and they hit each other so hard. You're just like, good lord, man. How <laughs> how is it like? I, you'll appreciate this. How is it that these like Tom Brady escaped? massive injury on in, over such a long period of time like it's just astounding how well protected he was and how he just got rid of the ball and really didn't get hit that much over that long of a period it's amazing to me it's absolutely yeah amazing. no i mean i think it starts with um yeah a, well a his nutrition is insane i mean the guy won't eat a goddamn strawberry uh so i think that <laughs> is part of it and then you know, he sees the field really well, and he's uh, he goes out of his way to not take hits. We were, I was watching, um, you know, we just always have, like, old NFL games on, and it was the uh, the first Super Bowl they won, and it just his style of play was just so different when he was younger. He was, like, hmm. much more willing to hang in the pocket and just get rocked, and then I think he <laughs> learned, uh, you know, probably it was that – uh, ACL. He blew out his ACL once, and that was his only real serious injury. Yeah. They also kind of go out of their way to protect the quarterbacks to you know an ungodly degree at some point. Yeah. So I think it's the rule changes, his crazy nutrition, his his just willingness to you know he, intentional grounding in the Super Bowl. I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> I just remember because uh, safety first score paid out some like crazy odds, and he was in the end zone intentionally grounded against the Giants. Um, so yeah, I think it's, I think it's a combination of all that stuff, but it's, it's really, as much as I find him annoying, you really have to tip your cap for just what a crazy run he's had. Longevity. I mean, I guess, uh, who's the guy in Pittsburgh that just retired, uh, Roethlisberger was there forever. Roethlisberger. Yeah. I mean, you are literally everyone's target for the most part, uh, on the other side of the ball. And to be there doing that for, you know, a decade, 15 years as a starter is just, can't even imagine, can't even imagine. And to escape and like, you know, still have your brain kind of intact. Yeah. You know, and then it'll be interesting to see, to hear if, uh, if uh, Tom is good on as a, you know, commentary guy or whatever, like, um, Seems like he'd be a pretty good shit talker, you know, and know the and he yeah, obviously knows uh, the game really well, which is fascinating. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I thought he was, you know, since he's got on out underneath the thumb of Belichick, he's he's uh been a little bit more lively, you know, like he's on Twitter busting chops and stuff yeah. like that. Again, yeah. Yeah. I feel really gross complimenting Tom Brady, but he had, his personality has been uh. Obviously, there was that really weird moment where he kissed his son on uh, that documentary. But <laughs> other than that, uh, it does seem like he's little, he's opened up a little bit more now that he's not uh, being crushed by the uh, the Patriots operation there. Yeah, 
I, you know, I really like Peyton Manning too. I think he's hysterical. The stuff he did on like Saturday Night Live, where he was pegging all the kids with the football, like that was funny. He's he was funny. Um, but uh, yeah, these guys are interesting, man. I, I think uh, I think it's it's pretty fascinating to see them play the game at that level and uh, to see it live and and go to games and and see just how fast they actually are is is oh yeah it's insane and (laughs) and they you know they keep getting not to sound like an old man but they keep getting bigger and stronger and it's it's really insane and you know we always get in these arguments and discussions about like oh could he play in this era or whatever but it's just like you can't even i think it's almost tough to compare because it just truly is completely just different levels of humans you know what i mean like how would you even compare because they're so it's so crazy different yeah and it's and it's all professional athletes too because my my uh my buddy was telling me like and and it's happened when you like meet say like you wouldn't think of like a second baseman as a big person you know what i mean no yeah but they're huge and they're (laughs) jacked and they're you know, with with without much much exception, they are just uh, incredibly powerful, different level humans. Uh, yeah, and no, and uh, I I got to work on. Um, I was uh, the head writer on Gronk's uh, Nickelodeon show. Oh, really? Where we nice. Yeah, so I got to meet Gronk. Got to work with Gronk, and then uh, <laughs> uh, you know we had a bunch of other athletes on, and and. Uh, it's just still so crazy, and like Gronk brought all his brothers, and it's a, it's you're just almost amazed too that like the other brothers that were you know good athletes, and I think a couple guys actually played in the league for a little bit, but just like not quite all the way, you know Gronk level, and they're like still massive dudes. And I remember <laughs> one of my favorite uh, parts of the job was just during lunch, just like kind of being one table over from Gronk and just watching him inhale the food like (laughs) the guy was a beast oh my god i just i you know it's it's interesting that that they can uh you know kind of jump from team to team and still have that kind of success like him and him and brady they're just you gotta you know yeah they just had some chemistry and i am so i feel like i can shit talk or compliment them now because we beat them in the in the Super Bowl. Like once the once the Eagles like once the Eagles had a Super Bowl, I, I was good. Like you know, it yeah. was almost like a okay, now I can just <laughs> pay attention to sports. Like yeah, as a human. It did lift a it did feel like a burden was lifted. I hundred yeah. percent agree. Yeah, and and so it was almost like I can look at other teams and it's okay. Like like and, and my favorite clip, I'm sure you've seen it, was uh the Malcolm Jenkins when Tom dropped that ball in the in the Super Bowl, he's like, "Come on, Tom! Come on, Tom!" Like th- that was my favorite moment of the Super Bowl. Like of of Malcolm Jenkins making fun of Tom dropping that ball it was just yeah, oh, oh, so good. It was beautiful. That that was a they won the Super Bowl in style. Like yeah, I mean you know, it was it was just truly a, a magical year. I mean. I was at that game. I don't know if you were when they uh, when Wentz blew out his ACL yeah, the, down in, in, down in Los yeah. Angeles. Yep, yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. 
it, it was heartbreaking. And yeah, no, like all my cousins were out. We had this big party bus and, you know, and then we're like on the ride back and it was just, everyone's so bummed out and yeah. convincing ourselves that, Oh, maybe it's not a torn ACL, you know, he could be all right. And just, oh. well, I mean, Foles, Foles was pretty masterful. Oh yeah. I mean, he, you know? he had the run he had was just <laughs> insane. No interceptions, right? Was that the year he had no interceptions? Like, um, that's a good that? question. Yeah, well, he had that he had that good year with uh, Chip Kelly back yeah. when he was here the first time, and um, it's so funny because oh. by when they traded uh, Nick Foles the first time, um, I donated my Nick Foles jersey to, to you know like uh, Goodwill or whatever, and my <laughs> wife goes, Sean, what? Don't do that because you never know. Nick Foles might come back to the team one day and then he'll be playing and you'll wish you had your Nick Bowles jersey. I go, well, listen, Tess, I love you, but you don't, you don't understand how sports works. Okay. Cause if I, if he somehow comes back to Philly, it's going to be years down the line. It'll be some backup that never sees the field. I'm not going to be rockets a backups Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, smash cut to him being a Super Bowl MVP, which I don't think anyone saw uh, coming. But yeah, he. I think he threw a. I think he threw a couple in the in that regular season leading up, uh, those last couple games before the uh, the playoffs, and actually one in the playoffs. I think in that that first game against Atlanta. I don't know. He had the, a stretch um, in the in the Super Bowl. He he threw one that like it went off Alshon's hands. I think. I think he had a stretch of no interceptions, and then in the playoffs he th- finally threw one. I think that's what it was. Um, some kind of thing like that. I don't know. I don't remember, but I, it was it was fun to watch because because uh, Wentz was so erratic, you know, and just yeah. It, I mean, he had Foles that just awesome. Calm. Yeah, he he just really came in completely calm, had nothing to lose, and it was just uh, awesome. Big dick energy, as they say. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, it's pretty nuts. I, I that was a fun that was a fun year to watch for sure. Um, but uh, so, what? Uh, the other thing I wanted to ask you, which which I haven't been able to talk to anybody that knows baseball about, is uh, at least in depth, was like the the DH thing. In, yeah. In the NL, in the NL, uh, I. Well, it, look, what do you think? What do you think of that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> you know, it's one of those things. Part of you is like, yeah, it's the, you know, it's getting away from the classical baseball. But, and you know, in the spirit of keeping things interesting, no one wants to see these pitchers hit. So I, I think, <laughs> I think ultimately it was a good decision. Hmm. See, I'm kind of the mind that uh, I can see the purest argument though. Well, it's always been weird. Like, I didn't know why the AL had it and the National League didn't. And yeah, I grew up in that's National also League weird, guy. too. Yeah, and the interleague aspect. They almost, I, I mean, that's, I guess, partly why I like it is it creates some uniformity, especially yeah. for the interleague games. Um, I like that. I like that, that, they're, that it's even. But what, yeah. I, what I don't like is that um, about it is that I think it's very, I mean, it's the real world is the pitchers are, usually shitty hitters once they get to the to the uh major leagues but it's 
it's has a lot to do with the fact that they're not doing it often, right? So it, yeah, it is weird though. You, I mean, like um, I don't know if you followed uh, the Shoni Otani, mm-hmm. um, the uh, the guy for the Angels, who's like an amazing pitcher and an amazing hitter, uh, which okay. is just so incredibly rare. But it, it's weird because like in high school, the pitcher is often very good hitter as well, yeah. and then. At some point, they just start specializing in pitching only and, and just kind of gave up. But, you know, Otani is showing that you can still be a really awesome pitcher and be a great hitter. So it's weird that it took this long for that to happen. Well, the, so so in that situation, they don't use the DH. They just let him hit if he's pitching? Yeah. No, they – well, they use him as a – I think – yeah, like so, I he DHs when he's not hitting. Um, when he's not he's pitching. that good. Oh yeah. wow. Well, so do you remember, like in the I think it was probably in the eighties. I want to say uh, the Braves, um, or was it the Braves? Yeah, it was the Braves. The Braves were just like killer. They won like every oh, year yeah. for for Machines. like six or seven years. It was like Tom Glavin, I think, was their pitcher, right? Yep. So that the the Greg reason Maddox, yeah, they had a yeah. bunch of good pitchers. Yeah, but the reason that they won constantly, my theory is that because those dudes all were betting with each other on who could be a bet the best hitter, so they were <laughs> never like an easy out. So well, it, it is interesting too because the teams that had good um, hitting pitchers, like you know Clayton Kershaw is pretty good. Uh, there's you know there's a ha- there's a guy in the Mets who's pretty good. There's like a handful of teams that had good hitting pitchers so they they ultimately lost out because you know um the fact that they that anyone can play the dh you kind of lose a little bit of an advantage there yeah so it'll be interesting how that one plays out i mean the game it is different to watch it now like in terms of i mean i started to realize it when uh in the world series when ryan howard struck out looking that year i was just like how do you strike out looking like that to end a season to end the seat like you're not allowed to do that you swing the bat like you choke (laughs) up and you swing the goddamn bat but like not that dude he swung at his pitch and he usually hit it out otherwise useless you know what i mean like um so that whole mindset just didn't square with me so i'm like okay so now everybody is dangerous that's coming up to the plate for the most part so it's gonna change the game It it has to change the strategy of the game a lot, I would think, pretty strategically in the National League, um, at least for a couple of years until everybody's used to it, right? Yeah, no, and uh, yes, yeah, it's got to throw off like you weren't even, you know, the guys you were bringing up for minor league and stuff like that, you weren't even factoring in them being a DH or stuff like that, you know? Oh, right, right. So you could, the whole National League can now just look for pure hitters. Yeah, and they, and yeah. they probably weren't to some degree, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You were specializing on pitchers, but uh, none of them could hit. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. Wow. That's interesting. I think, um, yeah, that's, that's really interesting. I'm also like the other purest old man in me doesn't like when I watch kids play, I don't want them throwing curveballs until they're like much older, but (laughs) it's going to blow your arm out. It definitely, it definitely does. But they get the yeah. Tommy Johns, and they're better than they were before. It's like <laughs> I know, yeah. Throw as many curveballs as I can to get that Tommy Johns, man. Like get the. I know that them intentionally getting the Tommy <laughs> John surgery. It's crazy. <laughs> Have you been following? And I hope 
to God you have somebody that covers this wiffle ball tournament. Have you been seeing this? No. Like the professional wiffle ball? I mean, I don't know if it's professional, but like it's somebody's recording this thing and they have a logo that looks like the MLB, but it's wiffle ball. Holy shit, is it good? Like the, the pitches these dudes can throw with a wiffle oh, ball. Oh, I can only, you know, if my Uncle Danny can get some movement on a <laughs> wiffle ball, I can only imagine what a professional could do. You got to check it out. Um, it's, I don't know if it's happening like now or something, but uh, between that and maybe it's just like my Twitter feed or whatever the hell, but like I've been seeing a lot of that. I've been seeing a lot of disc golf, like oh, yeah. astounding disc golf uh, stuff. Pro disc golf is a thing. And yeah. people can bet on it, and they can listen to the uh, our disc leak, uh, the Tilted Land Shark podcast. <laughs> How which, long uh, does apparently a match like a tilted? Take? What's up? How long does a disc golf match take? It's a great question. I've not really followed the sport, so. <laughs> uh, have you ever played disc golf? A little bit, yeah. Not not a ton though. I did it once in San Francisco. It was pretty fun. But it's hard. Yeah, I could like, I could see how it's you know how it uh, yeah it's a great way to uh, yeah just kill an afternoon you know <laughs> smoke a dube hit the disc golf course. Oh my god! <laughs> how about golf? What about what's your thoughts on on golf? Who's your who do you like to watch? Yeah, you know uh, I, I check in for like the majors and stuff like that. I don't have like a particular golfer I really root for, but um, yeah, I'll definitely get down on. The majors, especially, yeah, like uh, like getting down on that. So, I, dude, I it it strikes me as I'm talking to you, like there are just so many missed opportunities for much better coverage than we have. Like as I think about it, like you know that that golf match with the football players was super fun to watch. And there was one a couple of years ago. I remember like Kevin James and and uh, uh, Ray. Uh, uh, I forget his name. Everybody Loves Raymond guy was on, and they just shit talk the whole time. Oh, yeah. And it's, it's great. It's amazing. And I just don't know why. That seems like that should be more in the mainstream for some reason. Because these guys yeah, I agree. on everything, right? Like, yeah, and there's going to be – there already is to some degree, but, like, betting, play-by-play for, um, you know, betting, play-by-play for these live games as it becomes more and more – common oh wow you'll see you'll see a bunch of it like in in real time during the game next play you're betting on the next play like oh yeah that that kind of stuff too but even just like commentary like instead of um you know instead of just listening to uh you know troy aikman you're listening to guys like me just talk about the in-game live betting stuff oh wow oh that's cool but just because bandwidth is is you can do it like you're not, yeah. you're not no, and, stuff, and yeah. there'll be people that watch it. So, wow. Oh yeah. That's cool. That's really cool. I remember I told, uh, Bill Burr one time in the comedy store, just shooting the shit. I was like, dude, why don't you do hockey? Cause if you listen to his Monday morning podcast, when he really yeah. gets into it about hockey or football, I'm like, dude, why aren't you doing, he's like, ah, I don't know enough about, I don't know enough about it. I'm like, you're full of shit, dude. Like, you know, more <laughs> like he'll talk for, an hour sometimes on that Monday morning podcast, just about oh, one yeah. hockey game, you know? And, uh, I just, he's just, he's a mastermind with that sport. It's so funny. And, and it seems like ESPN only has that one guy. 
Yeah, no, it's... Uh, <laughs> Why is that? That's so crazy. Barry Melrose. It's just Barry, Barry Melrose. Melrose. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> right, hockey players have got to be a little pissed about that, too, right? Like, because <laughs> like, that sport's fucking nuts, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, it's crazy. Ice skates, first of all. Oy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, my my uh, roommate in college played ice hockey, so I saw, like, bar league ice hockey real fights like and uh, no they go after it man dude that shit is that shit is bananas and they're all like walking around with weapons and blades on their feet it's mayhem (laughs) (laughs) so intense yeah dude so um anything else you wanted to uh cover anything you got going on anything you want to yeah, no, uh, uh, yeah, I'm just always shilling, um, sports gambling podcast. We got an app, uh, we give, a, we give away a bunch of cash. So you, uh, honestly, perfect way to get in our next contest, download the app. It's free to play. And, uh, yeah, we gave like 500 bucks away for the NBA contest, thousand bucks here or there. We always do a big, uh, NFL contest and Yeah. So nice. uh, check it out. Just SGPN in the App Store, sportsgamblingpodcast.com, at Gambling Podcast on Twitter. And, uh, yeah, can't miss us. I said to myself, this ain't never going to go too well. But why should I try to resist when, baby, I know too well that I've got you. Thank you.